0: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. How are you, everybody? Welcome to the Harlan Highway Podcast. I'm Harlan Williams. Why am I sounding like a Klondike gold miner? Uh, anyways, welcome. It's me, Harlan Williams. Thank you for being here today. What a show. I hear rumor that Aunt Ruthie has left me a message on my answering machine uh so we are going to uh listen to aunt ruthie's message today i don't know what she's gonna say she's a bit out there she's old she's but i love her so aunt ruthie is on the show today also uh, we're gonna take a few uh calls phone calls from you the faithful listeners the pavement pounders some interesting honest straightforward calls today uh, also, the Harland Highway question of the day. Today is a very revealing question of the day that's going to make you examine your inner monologues and see if they become outer monologues. Interesting stuff. And then towards the end of the show, I'm going to play you a really cool, cool rock and uh, rock and roll song. Uh, I think you're really going to like it. It's by a, a Canadian artist that uh, it's just a really... Nice song. You'll probably find yourself listening to it over and over again because it just kind of gets in your head and it's smooth and cool and hip, just like the Harland Highway. What am I?
1: What is this, some kind of a joke or something? Welcome
2: to the Harland Highway.
3: What are you talking about, Wood? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh God, what's happening here? You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Hello? Hello?
1: Hey, Harlan, this is Zach. So, uh, I just got done listening to your episode about, uh, tossing salad. Um, uh, <laughs> well, uh, I happen to love, uh, tossing a girl's salad. Like, right when she gets out of the shower, when I'm down there, uh, down south, eating her out, I just slip on right down to the booty hole, don't know what it is, but just something about it, I, I really enjoy doing it, and uh, I found that uh, a lot of the ladies uh, actually really enjoy it themselves, like, having it done, um, and then on, on the flip side, even, uh, I don't even mind having it done to myself, like, when a girl's giving me a, a blowie, or whatever you would like to call it, uh, just slips on down there, and just, goes and lifts my old booty hole. Uh, just talking about it gives me chills, but everybody's different, man. Uh, the body's a playground. Have fun. But until next time, Chicken Chow Mein, baby!
0: Whoa! Wait a second there. Oh, holy jumping jingle buns. Ouch! A little too much information, maybe, but uh, I respect your honesty. I mean I I got to respect your honesty you opened right up about the the, the tossed salad. Oh. And uh you you gave us a lot of important information apparently according to you the ladies like having their salad tossed. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm even engaged in this conversation, but you know, hey man, thanks thanks for your phone call and uh oh. You know that's kind of the way it goes on this show. We, we talk about anything and everything. So,
1: uh, uh, just talking about it gives me chills. <laughs> All
0: right, cool. Well, thanks for sharing a lot. and uh, if you want to leave me a voicemail, you can do so. And you know, as you heard, you can say whatever you want: three 4330
2: Hello, Harlan, it's Debbie. From Arizona. I've called you a few times. Um, I just want to say I'm, I'm glad you'll still do your serious stuff because I really do enjoy hearing your, your views. I've listened to plenty of podcasts with comedians and they um, all have a political view and they talk about it and I really enjoy that. Um, but I, of course, love your comedy and so I will request, as I always do, that you will please bring on Aunt Ruthie, because she's my favorite, and I just want to say, keep doing what you do, and I love
3: you.
0: Oh, oh thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I love you, too, and, uh, you know, I will periodically, regardless of what anyone says or thinks, I will, from time to time, do my more serious podcast, just because I think it's, it's uh, you know, it's nice to mix it up. And uh, as I said, in the future, I will give uh, warnings to, uh, to y'all before I post. Um, and as far as Aunt Ruthie, oh, my God, I'm so glad you mentioned her uh, because, you know, it, it, she just left me a phone message yesterday. And, uh, and I, I, you know, I haven't heard it yet, so I'm going to play it. And uh, just perfect timing uh, on the Aunt Ruthie. So, uh, Roger, can you roll Aunt Ruthie's phone message? And I hope it's not a long one. She likes to ramble. Okay, here it comes. Thanks for your calls, guys and gals. Uh, Aunt Ruthie.
2: Hello? Hello, Holland. Hello? Where is he? Hello, Holland. Are you there? Hey, little angel. Oh, my God. Hello, Holland. It's your Aunt Ruthie calling from Rochester, New York doll. How are you? I'm sitting here, your Uncle Harry's over there in the chair, he's always watching television and he falls asleep, he's in his underwear, it's so hot up here, I think we're in the middle of a heat wave, Angel, and we're sweating, and our air conditioning's not working, and your Uncle Harry has all the windows open, I think I saw some mosquitoes come in, and I don't know. It looked like some of them were sucking blood from his testicles. I'm worried he's going to get Zika balls. I can't believe it. Anyhow, doll, the heat is just killing us. I mean, you could fry an egg on a a nun's ass. It's so so hot and sticky up here. And Your Aunt Ruthie's worried. I had a little bit of a shocker the other day, Angel. I... uh, I got so hot, I went in the bathroom, and I had a nice cold shower. You know, I had to cool down my core, my body temperature, and I turned around, and I looked in the mirror, and I screamed at the top of my lungs. There was a pug in the bathroom, you know, the those little dogs with the punched-in faces, and the wrinkles, and the nose, and they got wrinkles all over... I screamed at the top of my lungs. Uncle Harry was banging on the bathroom door. I said, Harry, Harry, there's a pug in here. There's a pug in the bathroom. Oh, my God. And Uncle Harry was like, he was like, open the door, woman, open the door. And I said, I can't open the door. I'm naked. You haven't seen me naked since 1974. And then he said, "Well, what, what does it look like?" And then I looked in the mirror, and I realized I'm so stupid sometimes, little angel. I just feel so stupid. I looked in the full-length mirror in the bathroom, and I realized I was naked, and it wasn't a pug after all. It was the the rolls and the meat just on my pelvis, right above my, you know, my special old lady area. I was. All the wrinkles and jelly rolls on my belly and my on my lower abdomen—they're just—they're rolled over and and you know just flailed up and it looks like somebody squished a lasagna under a, an army boot or something, little angel. And you know there's my little you know old lady yucho hanging down. It looks like a dog's my little dog's nose with the little hair that I have left on there. And so my whole groin area Holland looks like a the face of a pug. Oh my god, I was so mortified. I mean I didn't realize I had so many wrinkles and then Uncle Harry's banging on the door. What what's going on in there, woman? What's going on? And I said, It's okay, Harry. It's not a pug. And he's like, What is it? And I said, Well, if you must know, since you're my husband, it's my it's my it's my groin. I'm an old lady. I'm 87 years old. Everything's hanging down and rolling and folding up, and my, my groin looks like the face of a pug, for Christ's sake. And then Uncle Harry, being the smartass that he is, he says, well, why don't you come out on the lawn, and I'll throw a stick for your groin? And I said, don't you give me any of your lip, Harry, or I won't make you your favorite meatloaf for dinner, you dirty, fat piece of crap. And then, of course, Harry went right back down to watching television in his underpants. I'm surprised he even got out of the chair. But I was just, I, well, well, the thing is, Holland, I was totally shocked. And, you know, it's not easy growing old. I mean, my goodness. You know, I looked at my groin area and my, my pelvic area. My You know, my my magic spot looked like a pug's face that was out in the rain. and And then, of course, I went up my chest and my... My breasts looked like you know somebody hung a couple of buckwheat pancakes from a you know a clothesline out in the backyard. I mean they were just hanging there, dangling and flat and you know flapping around. And as I was jumping around, screaming because I got a pug on my groin, it's I've got these buckwheat pancakes flapping in the wind, and I'm just like, oh my god! And then I you know unfortunately I went up even further and I looked at my throat and at my I mean, this thing, it's got so many rolls and wrinkles in my throat. and look I look like an uncircumcised penis that was slammed in a revolving door, for Christ's sakes, Holland. I mean, this thing, my throat looks like, you know, I could i could swallow a pumpkin hole or something. And, I, I, you know, Holland, I guess that's why I'm calling you. I was feeling a little down, a little insecure about getting old. I mean, Angel, if you can only think, think, little angel, was just... It was almost like yesterday when you were a little freckle-faced boy. Do you remember, Harland? You were a little freckle-faced boy, and me and your Uncle Harry took you down to the malt shop. Do you remember? And we got you a nice chocolate milkshake malted, and you were loving it. But what happened is the the the, 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 the guy at the malt shop put a cherry on top of your, of your malt, and you and you sucked it through your straw. I don't know why your lips are so powerful, but... Are you gay? Anyhow, you sucked a cherry right through your straw, and you started choking on it. And your Uncle Harry tried to do the Heimlich maneuver, and nothing happened. And then I had to run across the malt shop and drop kick you in the throat. Lucky I took some judo classes when I was in college. And, I, you know, I popped that cherry. You could say your Aunt Ruthie popped your cherry, Harland. But anyways, Angel, I hope you're good. I hope you're having fun. It's so hot you could fry an egg on the sidewalk. In fact, I think for dinner I'm going to go outside and make your Uncle Harry a casserole out on the sidewalk and hope you get some nice cold weather real soon, Angel. But we miss you. Me and your Uncle Harry miss you. And I'm going to send you... I hope you like puppies because I'm going to send you... I took a couple of pictures of the pug... I was wondering if maybe you could come up with some names for my pug that, you know, I keep in the front of my pants. It's our little secret, Holland. Maybe I could call them wrinkles dimples or, uh, you know, flap lips or something. I don't know. Anyhow, doll, I hope you're good making your movies and your televisions down in Hollywood. I miss you so much. Please give me a call when you get a chance. Your Aunt Ruthie loves you, okay? Give us the kiss. Goodbye, Holland. We love you. And Muggle Womps, that's what I'm going to call my flappy little frontal area, the pug, my pug pussy. I'm going to call him Muggle Womps. Muggle Womps loves you, too. Say goodbye, Muggle Womps. Oh my God! I just did a pussy fart. What? Did you hear that, Holland? It sounded just like a baby puppy, like a pug. Oh my God! I, how did I get all that air up in there? For Christ's sake! Oh my God! All right, Holland. I'll talk to you soon, your Uncle Harry, and I love you. <coughs> Goodbye, little angel. Mm. <coughs> Shut up, muggle Whop. Ow! Oh, I just punched myself right in the pussy. Ow! Oh my God! Stop!
0: Whoa! Whoa, 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 Aunt Ruthie. Yay, 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 yay. That you know, here's the it's like our caller at the beginning. Oh my God, Roger, hang up, please. Uh it's like our caller at the beginning. Uh you know how I said, ooh, way too much information. Well, that that's it right there. My Aunt Ruthie. She she looked she's an old lady. They're used to saying their mind. They, they they as you get older, sometimes you lose the filter. I feel bad that her her pelvic area is drooping and sagging and, and resembles a a pug. But these are things that happen as you get older. We we start growing man boobs and as she put it, buckwheat flapjacks and You know, it's just part of the human condition. So we can't falter, and we we, I respect her honesty and her openness and her candor, and that's the type of relationship we have. I love you, Aunt Ruthie, but boy. Um yikes. Um and you know what? I think I think this could be a really good question of the day. Roger, let's let's make this the question, the Harlan Highway question of the day. Play it. The Harlan Highway question of the day. So here it is. Here's the question. And I guess we should thank Aunt Ruthie for this one. But the Harland Highway question of the day is, do you share too much information? Is, is that something you do? I, I think we've all done it at some point in time. You know you're you're in a conversation or you're at a party or you're at a social gathering or maybe you're just one-on-one with your mother or your father or an intimate friend and and you feel like oh man I, I can tell this person anything I can uh, this is my family this is my cousin this is my sister this is my girlfriend my boyfriend I, I can say anything they won't judge they won't and then you blurt something out that you think you're in a safe place, and the minute you kind of let out too much information, uh, you see this kind of look come over their face like, wait, what? You, you, you did what? Where? With who? How, how, how does that happen? What? A canoe paddle? How? and 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 you're like you feel good about yourself going into the too much information ramble because you're like well i i'm one of these people that has nothing to hide i'm one of these sophisticated you know out front people that that uh, is secure enough with him or herself that i can uh, i can i can release my inner secrets and skeletons i can voice my opinions i can i can give too much information and and the recipients will be overjoyed that I'm so open and sharing that they won't even think of judging. They'll just love me all the more because I'm so forthcoming and forthright. And then it kind of goes in the exact opposite direction. And even worse, you ever do it during your relationship to, to your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your husband or your wife? And you get in that zone where you're like, well, th- th- this is my significant other. If I can't tell them, who can I tell, right? So, anyways, um, Cindy, I wanted to tell you know when I when I was in college, I had this threesome. I had this threesome with these two amazing what? What do you mean? That they were just girls I knew at college. Not, no, I don't know them now. What? No. No, I don't talk to them on Facebook. What are you getting? What are you getting at? No, it's not. It's not Janice and 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 Carol. Our friends from the from the 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 uh, the, 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 the the club. No, no, it's not them. No, I, I just wanted to tell you this story because you're my wife, and I trust you, and I can tell you anything. What? No, I'm not on Tinder. What? What do you get it right? And then it just blows up. Or they hold it inside and they act accepting and loving and, and, uh, you know, cool with your story with too much information. And and you think, man, that was a great experience. You know, I told my wife this stuff that, you know, if I told anyone else, they'd probably call the police. So I'm really deaf. My wife is so cool and hip. And your wife or your husband is real cool and hip until your first fight the next fight after you gave too much information. Because then you're in the middle of that fight, and it's like, it could be a fight about who takes out the garbage cans or who's supposed to do the dishes. And you're like, well, Carol, you said every Thursday you were going to do the dishes. Oh, that's right, I did. And who does the dishes on Friday? The two girls you had the threesome with? Wait a minute, what? Yeah, that's right. That's right. You probably have your girlfriends from the threesome that you did in college come over and do the dishes. Wait, how does that intertwine with what we're talking about? Oh, yeah, what other secrets do you have, pervert? Right? So so it can totally backfire, man. And then sometimes people just give too much information because they're trying to be braggarts or they're trying to be cool or they're... I remember I was at a social gathering once. I was I was at a bar, and there was a guy I knew, an acquaintance, and, um, you know, there's a bunch of other people around. We didn't really know them, just kind of this gathering started, and we ended up out, at, out to this dinner with these people that are affiliated with some work stuff we were doing and blah, blah, blah. So it was a big table full of people, like, you know, it was like a, one of those 22-person tables at a restaurant with food and drink, and the, the guy who owned the company was paying for everything, and I was there, and my, my acquaintance was there, and all these other people were pretty much strangers. And for whatever reason, my buddy, speaking of threesomes, decided he would hold court at this restaurant table. He was kind of seated in the middle, so there were people all up and down. He goes, well, let me tell you about the time I had a threesome. He put his arms behind us. He was like, well, it was me and these girls, and and he just went into detail, and and he was sitting there acting like everyone wanted to hear this, and he was the cock of the walk, and I was just sitting over there cringing. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, most of these people can't relate to what you're saying, and and you don't really even know them, and what the... I don't know what the hell he was doing, but it was way too much information. And it can happen in all kinds of scenarios. I'll be honest, I don't like it when I'm out with a girl and a dating scenario or even a girlfriend and, you know, she starts talking about maybe some nasty stuff, you know. Yeah, when I was in, a couple of years ago, I had some vaginal warts and I I had to go in and get them scraped off, and I had some bleeding. There was some residual bleeding and some pus elements, um, but I got through it. There's a few little scars. Would you like to see them? And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't even want to know that you had vaginal warts. I know we're intimate. I know we're dating. I know we're maybe a couple. Maybe you're even my wife. Can you just keep that under your little vaginal wart hat? And then sometimes you you tell stuff where you think you're being honest. You think, well, you know, I'm just gonna be super honest. I'll feel really good getting off this off my chest, and my partner will be like, will be like, wow, you know, my boyfriend just told me all this stuff that you know I probably shouldn't know, but now I feel more secure and safe with him because he was so he was so forthcoming and just the way he shares and that can go south real fast that can go i won't even tell you what i did see i'm not going to i'm not going to tell i'm not even going to b- b- do what i'm talking about i'm not about to give you too much information but i remember i had a girlfriend once and i i confessed to her i told her in a casual setting something i didn't have to say but a certain topic came up and i said oh well you know I did dot 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 once dot 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 once dot dot, dot 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 dot, and I was expecting oh wow thanks for thanks for being so honest and telling me and instead it was like what how could you be so stu- oh god so how how when else have you done this yeah like uh, and I was just like oh god the exact opposite of what I wanted to have happen by sharing too much information
1: uh, just talking about it gives me chills
0: and yet. Despite that, like our earlier caller here, oh. I sometimes admire you know the the, the the ability to just blurt stuff out and not be ashamed and, and maybe not even care about the consequences. I mean if you think about it, if you break it down, our caller at the beginning of the show basically said he likes to lick women's buttholes. Pardon my French and He, in turn, likes a woman to lick his butthole. I don't think it could get any more graphic or intimate or revealing than that, but he just said it in such a casual, free-flowing way. I happen
1: to love uh, tossing a girl's salad. Like, right when she gets out of the shower, when I'm down there, uh, down south eating her out, I just slip on right down to the
0: booty hole. That you almost got to admire it and wish you could be so forthright with your innermost intimate thoughts.
1: Don't know what it is, but just something about it. I I really enjoy doing it, and uh, I found that uh, a lot of the ladies uh, actually really enjoy it themselves, like having it done. Um,
0: I mean, honestly, how many of you people listening would have the courage to be that honest and open? How many of you listening would have the balls to... Share too much inter- information. How many of you would be willing to say this in a crowd? And then
1: on the flip side even, uh, I don't even mind having it done to myself. Like when a girl's giving me a, a blowie, or whatever you would like to call it, uh, just slips on down there and just goes and licks my old booty hole.
0: I mean, good lord. Could any of you look your friend or your family member or your your partner... Or anyone you know in the eye and and utters such words. I mean, uh, maybe there's an art to it. Maybe there's a skill to sharing too much information. I mean, if there is, this this guy's the king of it right here. This this guy's like the king. He's he's the Elvis of sharing too much information. I mean, just listen to him. Doesn't he sound like Elvis right here? Oh. Uh, just talking about it gives me chills. <laughs> oh, just talking about it gives me chills. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for licking my booty hole. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, just talking about it gives me chills. Ooh, all over my booty hole. Ooh, I love I love the way he
1: calls it booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just talking about it gives me chills. Why can't you see? What you doing?
3: When When you lick my booty hole, I get chills.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, there you go. There you go. That's it. The Harland Highway question of the day. Do you give out too much information? Well, thank you very much. The Harlan Highway question of the day.
3: Uh, what we've got here is failure to communicate.
0: All right. Why don't we end the show with something fun I like to do from time to time. And some of you love this and some of you hate this, but uh, I like to do it. It's, it's, it's a way of creating exposure for my brothers up uh, to the north. Uh, every now and then, I lay on you listeners around the world who listen to the Harlan Highway. I like to expose people to Canadian singers, rock bands, artists that that were part of my youth growing up, that that created great music, great sound, and I know that a lot of them, uh, you know, a lot of times, great musicians and other entertainers, comedians and. Actors and people like that, they, they never make it out of Canada because it's not that easy to do. And so they might have some limited exposure, but it's hard for, for Canadian talent to really break through big time globally and uh, and be heard sometimes. And, and so uh, I like to, I like to expose you guys to some of these artists. Here's a guy, kind of a bluesy guitarist. Really cool, nice, clean voice, a guy named Colin James out of Canada, and uh, I think I played this song way back when for you folks, but it was a really bad, like, scratchy, bad version of it, and so I got a nice, clean MP3. I don't own the rights to the song. I'm just playing it, uh, not to use it on the show for anything other than hope you guys will like it and go out and download it on uh, Apple or iTunes or at the very least, be exposed to the name Colin James. So here it is. It's called Why July by Colin James, another obscure Canadian talent.
3: The people you're close to And now you're finally gone. I really should have known If I left you on your own You wouldn't do like you're supposed. when you were out there loving him And now you're acting real nice Mrs. sugar and spice You were already thrown the dice Your chances are real slim Why'd you lie? You better make a correction because this deception Start treating me right We had disgusted Till I was disgusted There's one thing that I got to say All about sleeping in another man's bed
0: The very first rule you learn in school is that you shouldn't try to fool the people you're close to. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, bluesy, mellow, kind of a good story hook. You know, why'd you lie? Why do people lie? Seems like everybody lies. And, uh, you know, I just thought that was a cool summery song and, uh, again, exposure to a very talented uh, musician. So hopefully you will you will look him up on uh, iTunes or wherever you download your music. And maybe that's a song or one of his many other songs uh, that uh, you might not have known about because he is a Canadian guy working it hard up in the the great white north. And uh, you weren't aware of him. So if you want to show him a little support and, uh, you know, get his music, now you know what to do, where to go, Colin James, ladies and gentlemen. And I think we'll lo- lo- you can't get much cooler than that, right? I'd be lying, and Colin James would not like it if I lied. Um, I-, I would be lying if-, if I said there was any other cool way to end the show, but there's no cooler way than that Colin James song. So we'll, we'll hang it up right there. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed the whole show. Thanks again for your calls. If you want to call in and leave a message, look what it leads to. It led to the question of the day, for God's sakes. Um, if you want to call in, 323-739-4330. It is an answering machine. You won't be talking to anyone, so you can say whatever you want. It does take about uh, five or six rings before the machine clicks in. So be patient, hang in there, and leave me your message, whatever it may be, uh, 323-739-4330. That phone number is on the website at harlowilliams.com. if that helps. Uh, and at harlowilliams.com you can write to me and leave a message. We have a link there uh, for you to contact me. I do read all the emails, and eventually we read them on the show. We play your messages on the show. It's my way of interacting with you. Oh, Charles Nelson. I'm sorry. That slipped out. Um, Also, please, please, please check out our our web store at HarlanWilliams.com. All kinds of hilarious merchandise for you to buy. We will ship it out to you. T-shirts, books, DVDs, movies, CDs, comedy specials, artwork. You name it, man. Digital downloads. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, Also, please get our app. You can get the free app in your app store, the Harland Highway app for your cell phone. Just go into your app store, uh, type in the Harland Highway, download for free. You get the latest current 50 episodes of the show for free. And if you become a premium member for only $20 a year, you get all almost 800 backlogged episodes of the Harland Highway, plus... All my little premium content add-ins, I do I do a, a number of them a month. Me doing live stand-up. I have another podcast called Let's Have a Fight. I mean, I do some bonus character stuff, all kinds of interesting stuff. $20 a year, and you become a premium member, and only you get to hear the premium stuff. So I want to thank my current premium members, and uh, I, I encourage you to uh, join up. You can do that through the app, or you can do that through the website, harlowwilliams.com. Love to have you on board. Thank you so much, everyone, for uh, becoming premium members. And that's it. I think we'll leave it right there. Uh, be good to each other. Keep on smiling. Enjoy your summer. And until next time, chicken chow mein,
1: baby. Oh. Uh, just talking about it gives me chills.